Captain Sam, can you hear me? On your left. Call we do not answer, there is no faith that we betray. You didn't kill Anakin, Skywalker. I these violent delights have violent ends. Hello, folks. Welcome to Movie Punditry after a long layoff. Which, with all the layoffs, it's pretty much always my fault. This one was out of my control. I masked up, washed my hands, wiped my butt. And I got a really bad case of COVID, um, but I'm back. I can walk 20 feet now without having to sit down, and I can talk without having to take my asthma pump. Other than that, how are you doing, Mr. Mike? I am. Uh, I am good. I am. Uh, I've been fortunate. I mean, we've been real fortunate. I mean, and I've been exposed to it many, many times. Um, you know, always people that I work with and stuff like that. And so far after the initial, you know, first time I got sick before there were any vaccines, like in the first couple of months of this thing, I've, I've not, uh, you know, rebounded. So, um, hopefully, uh, God willing that stays that way. If we, you know, the immune system keeps working the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. This was bout number three for me and. Like, every time I get this thing, it, it goes bad. Like, the first time I got it, there weren't a lot of tests available. There was no vaccine. Um, So, you know, it wasn't my fault. I got that thing, like, right when it popped up. And then the second time, what was that? Ah, my, my son's best friend. And this time, my son's best friend. Great kid. He's just, I guess he's the COVID magnet. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I, mean, well, that's, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good nickname. It was uh, it was quiet because, um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm in, you know, my first year down here, and I'm in my first year of my new job. So I don't really have a lot of vacation time. I don't have any vacation time built up, and uh, so you know, my wife and and my son and his family who live, you know, down here near us, they. Uh, they all drove up your way. They they went up there, um, and so I spent two weeks basically alone down here. Wow! Kevin McAllister in it, <laughs> sitting here uh, ordering cheese pizza and watching uh, Angels with Dirty Faces, and you know, no Wet Bandits. <laughs> I didn't see the Wet Bandits come by though, but I was ready for them. I mean, you've seen a lot of Christmases, so. Think you yeah, I mean, one yeah, it's not that big a deal, and and you know, I was, we were like, I was on the verge of like, I had so so one of the other people had been on vacation, and she came back, and she's like, you know, because I had to work on that Saturday on Christmas Eve, and she's like, you know, I can work your Saturday for you if you want to take off, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that, maybe I'll fly up Friday night and fly back Sunday, and then I was, and then couple things transpired one is i looked at the weather report you guys had on christmas weekend i'm like four degrees no i'm good and then uh the other was you know just of course last minute flights over christmas weekend are ridiculously expensive yeah and then you know that whole you know airline meltdown over christmas that was nuts you know i would have wound up getting stuck somewhere so you know i'm just gonna stay here in florida i'll work my day i'll be fine 
Okay. Mine wasn't bad. Um, I had tested positive to 17. And then by Christmas Eve, I took another test. I was negative, but I still wasn't feeling good. So I got double masked up. I stayed like in a corner of my mom's for a little while. And then I just didn't feel right because there's some immune compromised folks there. And I just didn't want that on my conscience. So just called the night early and wrapped kids for the gifts all I mean, wrapped gifts for the kids all night. And that was pretty much it. Um, nice and quiet. Same thing with New Year's Eve. We stayed home. Matter of fact, I went to bed by like nine. Cause I had to go to work there with the next day, and I don't think I stayed up till twelve o'clock in here. So New Year's isn't that big to me. For me, it's it's Christmas. It's pretty much Christmas. That's it. I'm I'm good on everything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, but let's let's give the people what they want. Let's get into some some movies, comic stuff. The last time we talked, we were talking about Black Adam, right? No, no, you had discussed Black Adam. You hadn't seen it, or you were about to watch it, or you just And I've it. finally seen it, uh-huh. and it is everything you said it was. <laughs> a mess. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a disaster. I don't know how he thought that film was going to... Right, we got to talk about everything. We got to talk about, I guess, his attempt at power grab in, in DC. If the movie would have made the money he thought it would have, I think he gets what he wants. Absolutely. That but movie make you know that movie makes you know eight hundred million dollars. Then you know, give DJ whatever he wants, but it didn't come it, close. It didn't come close, and you know, did not get reviewed well. And so, you know, they weren't about to change, you know, whatever their plans are for that. And then everything else comes out about how he went around people to get Henry in. And we love Henry. So, hey, we're cool with it. Did you read that article? I think it was in Vanity Fair. About how the premiere, he made it at like this tequila place that, you know. Obviously, sold his tequila, the reshoots, the saying no to the cameo in Shazam, and him wanting to keep his character, who is Shazam's arch nemesis, as far away from Shazam as possible. And it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, read the room. Yeah, like, like if anything, putting you know, doing the Shazam cameo would have helped kind of cement whatever it was he was trying to do, although. You know, they could have easily and probably at this point would have just cut that out, whatever that was. But and I mean, now, they, definitely, they, you know, they're wanting, you know, they would want somebody to be a team player. And it looks like he was anything but. And now where's he left? Because now his, his star status is taking a huge hit because now you start looking at it. I finally saw all of Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, it wasn't good. Um, uh, I I think Hobbs and Shaw was two thirds of a good movie. I think when it got to the you know for me when it got to the end after the big after the big fight 
and then it got to like whatever was going on with that helicopter and whatever was happening there. That's where it kind of went off the rails for me. But but before that, I actually didn't have a a, a lot bad to say about it. Like I liked the back, and Kevin Hart didn't need to be in the movie. But there's a trend there. I mean, Super Pets and yeah, I know, I, I I know, and they're all buddies and everything. But but I you know. I, I like the back and forth between Statham and, and DJ. I think they have a good, you know, they've got a good chemistry together. Um, you know, Vanessa Kirby, I think she's great, whatever she's in. So, I mean, I didn't have a problem with any of that. Um, but when it got to that end, that, that last is like that last extra set piece at the very end. Yeah. I just kind of just was like, all right, this is a little off the rails. It just, I think it didn't do it for me because what was it? It was. It didn't feel like it, it as wild as Fast and the Furious got, and it didn't feel like it was a spinoff of a Fast and the Furious movie. Maybe it wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be a Hobbs movie. You know, again, Dwayne Johnson doing Dwayne Johnson, and you know, trying to be, you know, kind of the the point man in a spinoff or whatever and, and hope hoping probably that they would do a sequel to that or something along those lines. And you know, it's funny. You said I went, I was watching fast five his his introduction to this. Well, the end of fast four is his introduction, I think. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's like, um, that post no. credit. No, no, no there's a post credit five. five. Yeah. So, so He's a better version of Dwayne Johnson in Fast Five than he is in these other movies. And I don't know if it's him trying to be a better actor, but you were still playing that same guy and you're not playing him as well as you did before. He was he was really good in Fast Five. He was like he played Hobbs like dangerous on the yeah. edge. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And but then by the time it got into six and seven, he had like kind of settled into it. And I don't know what he was trying to do with it, like trying to make it more about like catchphrases and you know quirky and little comedy bits and whatever. Um, which I think you know lost a little something in that character. Mm-hmm. He needs a goatee back. Yeah, and and, and a lot of sweat. Yeah, <laughs> and more Under Armour shirts. But yeah, he lost something with that character, and I think he's gonna have to do some 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 damage control. There's another a really good article I read, uh, and I gotta link it to you, and and hopefully I get it to you before the show comes out, so you put it in the notes about Batista, and he has like he's an actor, and I remember Blade Runner, the scene with him and Ryan Gosling, and I'm like, oh, this dude can legitimately act. Like, yeah, he's he not can. just trying to get these big, burly action movies. And then the article talks about how the re- he said he would have stayed in wrestling forever. He just wasn't getting those movie opportunities that WWE was providing John Cena. Right, right. And he said the best advice he got was from Stone Cold Steve Austin, who said, don't take those cheap direct to DVD movies that are going to pay you well. But they're gonna discredit you. And the dude went like he said he went bankrupt, lost everything. And to see how he's rebounded and the respect he's gotten, and he legitimately just wants to be seen as a great actor. 
Yeah, and he's you know he's come out and said he's glad he's done with Marvel. Yep. You know because because they you know increasingly well one you know the makeup is a pain in the ass but also they increasingly kind of made Drax silly. Yep. And but and we've also, had our issues with that. Right. But you know if you think about him in Dune, you think about him in in Blade Runner, even Bob. in even in, even in Glass Onion. You know, he he plays a different kind of character, and he show he's got another gear that I hadn't seen him with before. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think he's a guy who's probably got a lot of talent under the hood. Mm. His character in Dune is more important in the second half of the story, and so I think we're going to see some stuff from him in you know this movie that's coming out at the end of the year. I'm excited to see where his career goes. And now looking at it, if you got to rank those three, I'd say it's Batista one, Cena two, who's starting to find like his niche, and Rock three. And I don't, I don't think it's not that I don't think the Rock has the ability. I think he's gotten comfortable, and I don't think he's taking as many risks as I think he probably should. Um, I think it's probably due to a lot of ego. Because he had a he had a cameo in Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? And that never paid off. And I really would have liked to see him take that take that risk. Go do a a romance movie. Go do something that's way outside of your wheelhouse. And I don't know if he's ever gonna do it. I wish he would. I think now's the right time. But if he cares so much about, you know, the brand and the image, then I don't know. I think he, okay. Do you think he finds himself like people start looking around? I was like, do we really want to work with this guy? Well, I see. I, I think the, yeah, I, I think the problem is, is that, you know, Dwayne Johnson right now, calf, he, he sucks all the air out of the room, you know, mm-hmm. and everything he's, he's becoming like one of these, like it's my way of the highway kind of guys. And, you know, I think like one of the things, like one of the things Batista has going for him is that he can play this like quiet, big, big guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like who you don't know. He knows how to shrink himself. Well, it's not. It's not only that he knows how to be big without being loud. Okay. And he knows how to be. You know. He knows how to be dangerous without being loud. So like you look like like at the characters like like Raban in Dune or Sapper Morton in Blade Runner twenty four. You know those are big, large, dangerous people, but they don't say a lot. And. So it's a question of like, you know, it's as much visual, it's as much his like just where he is in the frame kind of thing as as to what he's doing. Whereas Dwayne Johnson is like, you know, kind of larger than life now. And, you know, he's got to be like this kind of, you know, all eyes on me Mm -hmm. all the time kind of guy. And when you look back at like some of his earlier stuff, it wasn't where that. he didn't take where he didn't take himself so seriously, which is kind of where Cena is right now. You know, 
he's um I thought uh, it's kind of better, you know. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I just don't think the guy has much to lose. Just take risk. Do you remember the point in Denzel's career where he was getting criticized for just doing like movies for women? It was like right before Virtuosity. Uh huh. And then he did that. And I think it's safe to say it was a flop. It was just bad. And then he just started taking all these risks and doing other stuff. And I just hope that the guy, somebody gets in his ear and be like, do something else. I mean, or he could always go back with his boy Vince. I don't know if you touched that right now. That's a little too Yeah, hot. well, you know, Denzel went, Denzel went through... You know, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he did, he did kind of do a lot of weird stuff, you know, like he, you know, he, but he's always done, like, he's always tried so many different things, you know? Yeah. And, you know, where he, where he does like the stuff like, you know, like the Soldier Story or or Mo Better Blues or or Mississippi Masala. This is a Masala, right? And then and then he does Malcolm X, so it's like holy crap. Yeah, you know, you know he does he does Malcolm X in Philadelphia, and it's like holy holy crap, this guy can act. Yeah, you know, and Crimson Tide. I love Crimson Tide. That was I remember my dad used to play that on repeat. You know, but then yeah, no, and then he went into like doing like you know the preacher's wife and the bone collector and you know. I mean, I get, I get what you mean, but, but then he turns around and does, you know, stuff like Training Day or Man on Fire and Inside Man, Inside Man. Oh, I love Inside Man, you know, and, you know, so it's, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's got a lot of different wheels that he can, he can run on. Um, and, you know, and I think, but I, I, I don't necessarily know that. And and you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the hook here and say that so does Vin Diesel. He's just but he's like on a similar trajectory where he's kind of found this thing that he's comfortable with. Yeah. And but I mean he can act. He can act. I mean you look at him in like Boiler Room. He's really good in Boiler Room in a small part. What you know you look movie? at him in Saving Private Ryan. He's really good in Saving Private Ryan in a small part. What you was know? the movie with him and Lorenz Tate where his I think his family got killed. It was sort of like um, Man on Fire with Denzel. A Man Apart. A Man Apart, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? He can actually act. And he can I, actually act. And you know what? That that first Pitch Black movie was not terrible. That, that was, was a, not terrible that, at all. That was a really good movie. You know, it came the came off the rails a little bit in the later movies. But but even something, even something stupid like The Pacifier, you know? Yeah. He was good in the pacifier in in a comedy role. Um, you know, the first Triple X movie wasn't terrible. The second one or the third one was awful, and he wasn't in the second one, but because you know what it is? It's got that he needs to be Dominic Toretto all the time now. That's what I'm saying. He they then he found this thing that he's good at doing, and now he's trying to do everything into that, and that's the same thing that Dwayne Johnson is doing. I wonder what happens for Vin Diesel. Because as he said, he's done with 
Fast and Furious proper after this? Or is the box office going to dictate if he's done? I think the box office is going to dictate that. I would like to see him go back to taking more chances. Yeah, so would I. And, you know, and, and you know, he's another one. As he gets older, like Denzel, he's going to have to reinvent himself a little bit mm-hmm. and, you know, figure out where, you know, what his niche is. But he's, you know, he's got he's got more going on than just the big Italian uh, family, you know, guy, you know. Is he Italian? Because he's got a Cuban cousin. He's got in the car. I don't know. He's, he's everybody. He's got all races. Yes, in, he's in yeah, series. He's, he's he's a he's a mutt. <laughs> um, yeah, just take risks. Like you, you go back to Denzel. Fences, like how did, I don't know how he didn't get the Oscar for that one. Because I read that play in college, and he really brought the dude to life. I was like, yo, every time I read that play, this is this is what I envisioned. It, him and Viola Davis killed it. I just uh, I I don't like when people put themselves in a box. I get it; it's safe, it makes money. But once you get to a certain point, you can afford to take some risk. Um. So, what bringing it back to DC? Since he didn't get to change, well, the hierarchy did change. It's not the way he wanted it to. James Gunn and and Peter Safran are now in charge. Uh, and it looks like they're pretty much. So I've seen James Gunn say it's not a blanket reboot, but we are resetting certain things. And you correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Jason Momoa is moving on from Aquaman, but he will be playing somebody else. I think it's we've all it's Lobo for we're pretty sure, right? Probably. Gal Gadot is up in the air, but I've seen reports Wonder Woman's not in the first. What? Wonder Woman's not happening. Yeah, they canceled Wonder Woman 3. And then they wanted rewrites, but then Patty Jenkins said that's not what happened. Yeah, I so so my my understanding of it is that they're going to dial back everything. Yep. And basically, I don't know if they're going to reboot, I don't know, but I think yeah, they're going to I think it's basically they're going to reboot. And I don't know if they're going to start, you know, how much they're going to start over, which is weird because they're keeping the Flash movie. So I don't know how that works, but, um, but, but, but they've said that they want to tell a young Superman story and, you know, so, so there's all this kind of platitudes about how they're keeping all these doors open, you know, and how, you know, Dwayne Johnson's like, well, Black Adam's not part of, of, the you first, know, their, their first chapter of their storytelling, you know, and James Gunn was like, you know, we love Henry and, and, you know, if we get through this first phase of Superman, you know, there's always, you know, the door is always open. Sure. You know, so who knows? Um, what else? They've cut a lot of the, the cameos in the flash and, uh, which which may not be a bad thing because it was sounding like it was becoming a bloated mess. 
And, you know, if they went back in and kind of tightened it up and re-edited it and said, you know, let's just kind of stick to the core story, that may not be a bad thing. From everything Zachary Levi said online, it sounds like he's good. Probably. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they're really tough. Because that, I mean, because that movie was farther along than anything. Yeah. Um, And then him and Gunn are pretty close. And Shazam wasn't an issue. And it seems to have that lighthearted tone that James Gunn's brought in some of these films. Right. Uh, what else? I don't know what you do with Batman. He has said that, you know, that's its own thing and he's not touching it. I'm not even sure if he could touch it if he wanted to. Because it's one of the few things that's really been successful over there. Yeah, but, but you know, maybe maybe we need a break on it. You know? On Batman? Yeah. And and give, you know, I mean, they're obviously not going back to the Ben Affleck Batman. So maybe you don't need to come rush right out with with something new. I mean, I like the Robert Pattinson movie. I but do. If it's, but if it doesn't fit in the tone of what they're doing, you know, it seems like they're taking the Jokers kind of one film at a time and just like, I don't even know what they're doing with that. But... It's just the thing. It's like they have all this IP and and all these stories, and it's like, so if you're going to make Joker's one Joker one offs, why can't you make you know something else a one off? Why can't you make a Wonder Woman a one off that's not connected to anything? Why can't you make you know your Batman movie a one off that's not connected to anything? You know why why do you feel like we you need have to pull the plug on everything? And I've always thought that that should have been their strength. Like, we'll just make good movies, and if they meet, they meet, and if they don't, they don't. But make good movies. For and this is we'll touch on this later on. But I mean, you go. We've said this too. The MC was great as a whole, but man, there are some eh, clunkers in there. Yeah. Thor The Dark World is a horrible movie. Yes, it is. It's just bad. And just, Although I, I think if I had the choice, I'd rather watch that than Love and Thunder one more time. Oof. Thank God I saw that on Disney Plus and on the theaters. But yeah, I just... And it sucks because, like, I'm looking at my collection. I'm, I'm in my, my basement. I've got more DC stuff down here than I got Marvel. And I just want them to get it right. And if he, what he says is true, and a good part of the inspiration for what he wants it to be is coming from the animated Justice League and Young Justice and Justice League Unlimited, great. I mean, that in that 94, 95. Batman the Anime Series is some of the best storytelling they've done anywhere. TV, comics, video games. It's unmatched. So I just wish they would have got a better name than the DCU. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of dopey. Yeah. Um, Anything else on this? No. I I think we've we've hit that pretty good. Uh, Oh. do you want to touch on what we're looking forward to, and then we we close out with the our 
a project. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we got... Well, first, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? So, I've been watching... We just finished Willow last night. Okay. Um, which is which is pretty good. It got off to kind of a weird start. It took a little while to find its footing. Um, but the last couple of episodes were actually really good um so you know i i definitely would recommend that um you know we 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 went back and and um you know i probably haven't watched that willow movie probably since the the late 80s um i don't think and jill had never seen it so we actually watched the movie and you know what the movie holds up it's a it's a fun movie. Um, and then, um, trying to think what else. I've been watching a show on Prime. It's on Amazon called Hunters. See, I started it and then I stopped by like episode, I think four or five. Yeah. I'm, I'm really getting into it. It's, I think it's really good. Um, Bad Batch just dropped, so I got to start that new season of Bad Batch. Um, my wife and I are going back through Jack Ryan because okay. we want to watch the new episode of that, the new season of that, that. But but it's been like four years. <laughs> you know the the last season came out in two thousand and nineteen, so we got to kind of revisit that <laughs> to get our feet on the ground. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's a, there's a plethora of pretty decent stuff out there to watch. I finished up the peripheral and it does just enough to satisfy my Westworld, uh, addiction. I love it. I think if they were, is that, is that, is that the one? With um, Chloe Grace Moretz about the yes. video game. Yes. So, yeah, so I watched the first episode and I didn't like get back to it. So maybe I need to get back to it. Once you get to about three and four, because it, 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 it takes a while to get going. But there's some multiverse stuff in there that is great. Just absolutely great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Exceptional, and that's all I'll say because I do not want to spoil it for you. Okay, that's good. I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of you know dig on that. Um, I did watch. I'm trying to think of like movies I've seen. I did watch. I did watch Glass Onion. I really liked it. Okay, but then I really like Knives Out. Um, I watched. I watched Morbius and I really thought it was horrible. It was that bad? <laughs> I didn't like it. My wife liked it. I didn't like it. Okay, so we got to. How does this, the same company that makes, made Miles Morales, but everything else they touch that's Spider Man related that doesn't have any help from Feige is bad? Uh, I, I don't know. I think I, maybe you 
maybe just pointed it out. Like, but you, you, like, I fully expect Edge of the Spider Verse to be great. I do, yeah. But that's like a different, like, creative team, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, was it Lord and Miller? Yeah. Then why so, don't they just let them handle all the spider stuff? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I kind of get what they were trying to do, but uh, I don't know. I just think they just kind of missed. You know, not, not that, not for lack of trying, but I just, I just think they kind of just missed the mark a little bit. Um. I saw, did you see Bullet Train? I started watching it at work and it just didn't, it didn't hit for me. Yeah, see, see, there's, there's something about, about that genre of movie, that kind of like absurd, hyper violent, <laughs> um, you know, like the, like the golden, like the, you know, the Kingsman, Gunpowder Milkshake, Free Fire. See, Kingsman's worked for me. The first one did, not the second. The first one, one did, yeah. Um, the, I don't know. There's just something about those movies that just kind of, I don't know what it is. It just kind of clicks with me. The only one that clicked for me was Kingsman. Would you would you count John Wick as that same genre? No, because John Wick, because uh, I'm talking specifically about the ones that also have like this weird like comedy, comedy. Yeah, level okay. to them. Yeah, only Kingsman worked for me. Well, the first one. Like the John Wick movies definitely work for me, but but that's a different that's a different ball of wax. Yeah, something about those don't don't really hit. Just just for me, I don't know why. But I would say if you like stuff like Kingsman or Gunpowder Milkshake, then you'd probably like Bullet Train. Okay. What else did I watch? Hasn't been much. Uh, I mean, I can tell you some stuff not to watch. Like, don't watch The Gray Man. Oh, that would, uh, my boy Chris Evans? No, that's, well, Chris Evans is in it, but it's Mm -hmm. really, um, Ryan Gosling playing, like, the same thing he played in Blade Runner and the same thing he played in Drive, like, you know. He's overrated. The guy who doesn't talk. He's very Um, overrated. Yeah. Um, don't I don't know if you watched it, but that new Christmas story movie was pretty bad. I couldn't get into it. I liked it. Did you? I couldn't. I couldn't even get into it. I felt like they tried a little too hard, but I I don't know. Maybe I was, I was sentimental because watching my son. Also, Christmas story is my favorite. Like it, it's mine too, which is why I was so looking forward to it. And it just kind of, I don't know, it just fell a little flat for me. Like, I think you i think you nailed it, though. I think they were just trying too hard. That's a movie that I think they should just leave alone. Like, th- that... Yeah, just, just run it, you know, 24-7 for yeah. a couple of days on TBS, and it's good to go. I think it, there were a couple moments where it hit. I wish they'd have got a better actress to play the mom. Um, Well, Ralphie's mom. I wish they got a better actress to play Ralphie's mom. Yeah. Being in the old neighborhood worked... Then there were some things that they were trying too hard, but my son got into it, and maybe that's why I was like, okay, I can dig it. Because my son, he'll watch a Christmas story with me, but he won't sit through it fully on. For some reason, this hooked him. 
But like you say, you're right. Just just run it for 24 hours like you do on Christmas Eve. It's it's that's just one of those things that just just leave it alone. Um, lying. I mean, I mean. So so let me ask you this. Let me call an audible here. Give me like three like really good movies from last year. Well, last year was a bad year for movies. Um, okay. Well, this should be easy. Really good. <laughs> Wakanda Forever. Okay, that's a gimme. I don't think I saw a lot of movies last year. It's funny, it all blurs together because of COVID. I need to look up movies from last year. Uh, you give me yours because I honestly... Uh, okay, so so kind of forever, obviously. Um, Top Gun Maverick. I watched it again when it came on whatever it's on now. HBO or Paramount, whatever it's on. Um, Was Hard They Fall last year? Uh, maybe I didn't see it. You didn't see Heart of the Fall? No. As co-president of the Idris Elba fan club. I, I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah, you and the missus need to sit down and watch that. Okay. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. I heard it was good. I haven't seen it. It's really good. Um, just take like, just and just enjoy the ride. Like it's, it's a very very bizarre movie, but um, it's actually really really good. Like I really walk away from it like really really enjoying it. Um, trying to think. Was this the, yeah, Prey. Prey was really good. That was good. I saw that. You know what? The Adam Project. I like that a lot. The Adam Project. Which one was that? With uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And, uh, uh, oh, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot I had seen that one. Where he's like the... The what? time travel. He was just... Because his dad had made time travel. And he had to go back and um, try to break it because his wife got killed. Oh, no. I, you know what? I didn't see I was thinking of that other one that he did. Um... Which may have been the year before. Yeah, the COVID just ruined my concept. What, what of time. was the What was the one that he was like in a video game? Free Guy. That was good. That one was good. That was last year, though, right? That was twenty one. I think it was. Yeah, it was twenty one. I think. Okay. Yeah, last year was a twenty twenty two was a bad year for movies. Like I saw ambulance. That was okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think I saw that one. I mean, there was other stuff that was okay. Like Spiderhead, I thought was pretty good. I I never heard of it. Um, it's uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, uh, what the heck's his name? I don't remember his name. Um, uh, Miles Teller, Journey Smollett. Um, it's, it's pretty good. It's on one of the things, you know, Netflix, HBO, or one of those. Did you see The Woman King? I did not. Okay. Yeah, just I saw that movie Deep Water with Ben Affleck. That 
it wasn't horrendous like some outlets made it to be, but it wasn't good. Um, yeah, I just. So what are you what are you looking forward to this year? I mean the usuals. Um, <laughs> Ant Man, anything Marvel. Um, you know what was coming out this year? I'd say Ant Man. I'm looking forward to the Flash. I do want to see like, okay, what is this thing? Whatever you guys have cooked up. Yeah, Ant Man's uh, in February, right? Yeah, yeah it's in February. Creed. Because Creed three, I am a huge member of the Michael B. Jordan can't really act. He is always Killmonger Creed. This too, it was <laughs> funny. Me and my son had a, had a discussion. I'm glad my son's finally learning the difference in who can act and who can't. We're watching What If. We've been watching that this week. Okay. Chadwick Boseman is excellent in that. Yeah, that's a really fun one. Michael B. Jordan is horrendous. Some people can like on screen act, and some people can act in any capacity you put them. Video capacity. games, right? Voice. Chadwick Boseman can is it can act across all mediums. Michael B. Jordan can only be Killmonger Creed on screen. Yeah. And I am looking forward to Jonathan Majors putting on an acting clinic in Creed Three. Um, I'm looking at these 2023 movies, and so he like, he's the guy he's the guy that Adonis is fighting, right? Yes, he's he's going to have a monster year. I know Devotion didn't do you know it didn't do great box office numbers, but he also has another movie where he plays a bodybuilder who has like body dysmorphia. Yeah, coming up soon, and then plus Quantumania, obviously. Yeah, he is going to have a monster year. Yeah, I'm looking at what's coming up, and there's there's a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? Um, well, obviously, you know what we just talked about, you know, creating Quantum Mania, the Marvel, um, you know, John Wick, yeah. Um, you know. The new Guardians movie, Spider Verse, uh, Indiana Jones. You know, even as burnt as I got with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, oof, that was bad. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to Dial of Destiny. So, James Mangold. I don't know. We're getting another Expendables this year. Um, are we? And another Equalizer. I knew about the Equalizer, yeah. Um, you know, Mission Possible. Oh, yeah. Oppenheimer. I'm really looking forward to Oppenheimer. Yeah, I, I am looking forward to that. Um, obviously, you know, for me, Dune Part 2, that's like... Yeah, top of your list. Definitely. Um... Little Mermaid, Furiosa. Little, eh, maybe, I mean, I don't know. 
those live uh, those live action Disney movies. I don't know really. They're kind of hit or miss with me. We're getting a Star Trek. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Not this year. Oh no no no! That that was wrong. We got an Aquaman. Well, supposedly, this supposedly there's a Ghostbusters movie at the end of the year. I don't even know if it has a title. They didn't even start, didn't even start filming it. How are they gonna release it this year? No, I saw Ernie it, Hudson talking about. I guess they're just like getting the scripts. Oh, well, that ain't I'm, happening this year then. I'm interested in the Barbie movie. Can't lie, I really? do want to see what that. What is this? What and in that Super Mario Brothers movie? Oh, you know what? Transformers. Not not, not Blue Beetle. Transformer, no. come on. Those it's last not Michael Bay. Those it's last not Michael two, Bay. Those last two Transformer movies were horrible. No, 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 no. They were so bad. It's not Michael Bay. He just has a, pro- a producer credit. And it's the Maximals. He can't hurt us anymore. Or me. He kind of can. Wick. John Wick, you know. Definitely look. I said John Wick. Definitely look forward to John Wick. Oh, we're getting Furious 10. Yeah, it's fast, fast X, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I'll see Blue Beetle, but I'm. It's not high on my list. Maybe another Wonka movie. How many times yeah. do I redo this? Thing? There's a there's a thing that's coming out with Adam Driver. Um, it's like a sci-fi movie that he's doing. Oh yeah, I've seen called some... Sixty Five, yeah. where he like where like. He thinks he lands on another planet, but then he realizes he's like on Earth in the past. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. He's pretty good. I like him. You know, there's a bunch of like non-Star Wars stuff that I've seen him in that he's been pretty good in. Yeah, he's he's a good actor. I mean, hopefully it's a good year for movies. I don't know if they'll get me to go to the theater. I think I'm just scarred from COVID. Maybe. Um, maybe. I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen Avatar yet, and it's one I'll, of those ones that you kind of got to see in the theater. But I don't know. I'll wait. <laughs> it gives me an excuse to try to get an oily DTV. But you remember that was the thing when uh the first Avatar came out on Blu-ray, and everybody used an excuse to get like a Blu-ray player and a, yeah, a HD TV. So, I guess we can let everybody in on our uh, our, our project that we're, I'm going to try to make sure that I can be around to complete. Because, folks, when we don't show up, it's like I said, it, it's usually on me. It's always on me. And that's one of my two, the 2023 things I want to try to fix. Uh, be present. Yeah, we're going to we want to try to do at least one of these months. But we are going to try and take you through the MCU in a different way. The premise is, what if you had to try and explain the MCU to someone and you can't have them sit down for everything? Because it's that's kind of difficult. Watch every movie, one shot, post-credit, um, try to get some backstory on it. So what we're going to do is... is Come on, what was that thing with Star Wars? The Richter Order? Richter Order? Well, there's the Richter Order. There's the Machete Order. 
Yeah, we are coming up with the punditry order. <laughs> and it like say we we want to explain Wanda, right? We might give you an episode or two of WandaVision and a specific movie. And that's what we're gonna attempt to do over the coming weeks and, and months. Right. Hopefully not months. Um, I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, it's something like I've always wanted to do because I see that I think they've officially hired a couple of people to try to, you know, rearrange the MCU and put it on Disney Plus to do like a chronological thing. And I thought it'd be cool if we could do our own spin on it. Yeah. Like like almost like like topics, you know, based yeah. on like Wanda, like the essential like the essential Steve Rogers or the essential, you know, infinity saga you know if you cut it down and you you don't want to watch 22 movies like what you know five movies are gonna put you in where where you need to be kind of thing yeah i think it's gonna be pretty cool i think you're gonna enjoy it. i know we're definitely gonna enjoy putting it together gives an excuse to go watch through some of this stuff again because i watched um uh iron man 3 over um christmas it's funny and i I'm did like, too i'm like man this this movie got a lot better a whole lot better as, as time's gone on. Um, Age of Ultron is still bad for me. And I kind of get what, why you didn't like Guardians 2. I like, I like half of Guardians 2. Yeah. I like the Guardians 2 that Yondu's in. I don't like <laughs> Not... the Guardian 2 that Ego's in. Did we ever talk about that holiday special? We did, yeah. I was going to say, that thing was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, that's what we're gonna try to do. The the movie punditry MCU order. Have you played Marvel Snap yet? No. If you wanted to introduce somebody to Marvel, that might be one of the best ways to do it. Do you have you seen the premise of the game? No, I have not. Alright, so I f- full disclosure, I hate mobile games, folks. I play Pokemon. I stopped maybe two or three years ago. I do not play mobile games. Can't stand them. I signed up for this for the beta. Maybe I think it came out like a month and a half ago. I don't play less than 15 games of this thing a day. It's quick. It's super accessible. So the premise is there are three locations. Um, Each location is somewhere from the Marvel Universe and it affects your cards in a different way. You have you can have at most you can have seven cards in your hand at a time. Each card is a character. So let me fire up just because as I if I look at it, it's easier to explain. Um, you might get so you'll get uh the Captain America card. The Captain America card, it costs three energy, but it gives you three power. But that card also gives one power to any other card that's around at a location. So like you know it's Steve, he, he supports the team. The Iron Man card costs you five, but it gives you zero. But whatever other cards you have at that location, it doubles their power. Tony provides tech. He provides that kind of support. Um, I think they should at least give them more power. The goal of the game is to win two out of the three locations. And as you're playing, there, when you win, you collect infinity cubes. It's called Marvel Snap because whenever you press the infinity cube at the top of the screen... The announcer yells out, oh, snap. Um, and you can, you basically, you're betting, like, okay, if I press it, I'm 
trying to double the amount of cubes I can win in a game. Um, each time you play, it's you play. I think it's like six. There's like six turns. You the games you're in and out of a game within a minute, two minutes, and you get as you play, you get more cards. You can upgrade your cards. Uh, it is fun. Like you can change alter location. So one of the strongest cards in the game is Hulk. Of course, uh, he's he costs six, but he gives you twelve. Um, and then one of the things it did for me as a comic book fan, it because the MCU has made the Avengers super powerful. But you forget, or if you read the comic books, like you know, some of these guys aren't that strong. So like, um, for example, like you forget about certain characters. Claw in the so Claw's character, he gives five to whatever locations he at he's at, but he has that Sonic can on his a Sonic cannon on his right hand. So whatever location is to the right, it gets six as well. And it's just it's really fun. Um, when you see that the abilities each card has, it gives you an insight to who this character is. Um, there's so many different locations from just just Marvel Comics, and the cool thing is each card has like three different variants. So you might have an MCU variant, you might have a '93 X-Men cartoon variant of a certain card. So if you want to learn Marvel Comics in a really fun, quick way, please um, download Marvel Snap. It's very fun. My several like my several picked it up. You know, you you're on a train, you're in the bathroom, something quick to do. You will love it. You will absolutely love it. Um, I tell all my friends about like, yo, get on Marvel Snap. It's fun. You can't really communicate with each other, so you don't got to worry about somebody talking junk to you and whatnot. It's just a cool way to pass the time. And if you love comic books, it's really a good way to learn more about characters and and locations and this this thing that we all love. Um, so I implore you, Mr. Mahoney, if you get the chance, just download I'm it. A, I'm on a, I'm on a Play Store right now looking for it. Um, and so they're on season four. So season four is the Savage Land. And like I'm learning about kids. Like I never knew there was a, a Jaguar named Zabu and I had no idea who Kazar was. But like and I love how like some of the cards coincide with each other. So like the Wakandan cards. Uh Bost is a one, it costs one energy, but it gives three power to every other card in your hand. Uh, Okoye costs two. So what you notice with Wakanda's is it's all support. Okoye costs two, but it boosts up every other card in your hand. Um, Akia also gives two plus, plus two power to every other card in your hand, and so on and so forth. Same thing with Shuri. Shuri's power is that whatever card you play next, she doubles it. T'Challa's card is when you wherever you place him, he doubles his power. Um, there's a location called Warrior Falls. When you place a card at Warrior Falls, it fights the opposing card. And whatever card loses, it's knocked out of Warrior Falls. Just little things like that. Like whoever created like the, the team that was tasked with creating this game really did their research. Like truly did their research. Um whenever you the Savage Land location pops up. Two Raptors that are only worth one show up. Uh, Professor X, his ability is that he blocks off the entire location. So hopefully if you play him, you're ahead. You've blocked it off. Nobody else could have it. Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, there's a running joke that Cyclops is worthless because it's a three-cost card with only four power. And his, his catchphrase is, 
to me, X-Men. That's it. Don't do anything else. <laughs> well, it's about how they wrote him in the movie, so. That yes. Oh, uh, did you see the, the rant by Dan Slott the other day on Twitter? No. So I guess people were upset. So somebody had put up a meme, and it was like, when the MCU started, Tony Stark had strippers on a plane, and now you have She-Hulk twerking in her office. So Dan Slott took offense to that because he's written the majority of She-Hulk. And he's like, well, it's almost as if they're two different characters doing two different things. And he goes, yeah, exactly. that's exactly how I wrote She-Hulk. She should be twerking in her office. And somebody actually had the nerve to like really argue with him. And he had to post a picture of himself like, I wrote the majority of the character. It's supposed to break the fourth wall. It's supposed to do all this. And then the guy arguing on his whole like incel man masculinity rant and he was like these are the people that really upset me because they don't read you don't even have to read but just don't accept that these characters are vast all these characters have different traits different personalities they can't all be the same thing and they shouldn't all be the same thing and i think that was what my biggest gripe with that was my issue with people critiquing on phase four because it was so different and I was like, but it should be. It shouldn't all be the same thing. Was Phase 4 a complete, you know, home run? No. Thor was really bad. As much as I love Falcon and Winter Soldier, it handled the topic of race a little clunky at times. I would say of all those TV shows, WandaVision and Loki were probably the, the best. Yeah, I'd probably go with that. But I don't think Phase 4 was as bad as people made it. It wasn't what you no. were used to. But that's a good thing. This thing has to grow. It has to expand. It has no, to change. No. And so, you know, I mean, I, you know, I think they did better on TV than they did in the movies. Oh, I agree 100%. You know, Eternals was, it was fine. Yeah. But that's all it was, yep. you know. Um, Doctor Strange, I mean... I really have a problem with how they did Wanda Dirty in that movie. Yeah, she got hosed. And, you know, I mean, Love and Thunder was just, it was just awful. It was absolutely awful. Shang-Chi was great. That was a really good movie. You know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, Falcon the Winter Soldier was mostly good. You know, but I agree with you. It 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 was kind of heavy handed on on the race issue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Loki was fantastic. Um. Almost a hundred percent for me. You know, I just I didn't like that finale. It was just too much of an exposition dump. I think they could have found a better way to do that. WandaVision was a slam dunk. Um. You know, She Hulk. She Hulk didn't really connect with me as much as it connected with you, but it was okay. Miss mm-hmm. um, Marvel, I didn't finish because... It was okay. It was right. It was okay. Yeah, Moonlight, I, Moon Knight I liked. I, I I liked it. Rewatching it, I really liked it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I think they've been more successful on TV than they've been, you know, and... And it's funny because because that seems to be what's going on with Star Wars too, you know, is they're allowing creators to create and mm-hmm. you know they're having their hits and misses, 
you know, um, no, obviously the Mandalorian is fantastic. Andor is amazing. Um, Bad Batch is really good. You know, Boba Fett was a bit of bit of a letdown. <laughs> um, you know, so you know that, but but I think they're they're doing they're they're doing better than you know they did in their you know the Disney slate of Star Wars movies uh, as an average. Yeah, and that whatever quality issues there were, I'm confident in this team to write this shit. Although some of the stuff I hear about that Captain America New World Order scares me. It sounds really bloated. Yeah, it sounds. Uh, I agree with you. It sounds like they're trying to bite off too much. Yeah, like, I hope it doesn't turn into one of those movies that we need to set up Phase 5 so we'll do it with this guy. And this is where I feel like they could take a page from DC where, the old DC, where, like, let's just tell a good story. I'll give you a couple hints about what's to come, but let me just tell a good story here. Exactly. I'll drop a, yeah, we'll drop a couple of seeds, but, you know, we need to make sure that our movie works primarily. You know, and that, you know, because that turned out to be a lot of the problem with some of the later Marvel stuff is, you know, that they had to kind of hit the, hit the, hit the marks. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember you had said it one time, like, I think it was something like you said, like, they let the MCU get in the way of telling a good story. Right, exactly. You know, it's one of the reasons that, um, you know, honestly, it's one of the reasons that, like, Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok were so good, because they didn't do any of that. And in Wakanda Forever... They had to shove some MCU in there when it wasn't necessary. Exactly. And then I've seen Ryan Coogler being a good soldier lately in the press. And, oh, no, that Valve stuff was, that was always going to be in there. You don't have to do that. That has that stuff had nothing to do with what was going on in Wakanda for the most part. Right. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, we talked about this movie. You know, like, I had, I, I don't think Riri Williams belonged to that movie at all. Or maybe in one scene. You know? Yeah. She's a scientist. They rec- they rescue. They bring her back to MIT. Have a nice day. We'll see you in your TV show. And you know what's funny? Phase one. That's what they would have done. It would have been quick, and they'd have been on to whatever's going on next. But you know, we got to sell toys. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for me. Anything else? No, no. I think uh, I think that should be good. Folks, next time you hear us, which will be soon, it'll be episode one of the movie Punditry Order. Season five coming up. Please wash your hands and wear a mask. Peace out. Peace.